What's going on? This is your boy Webby Webb with Talk It Up Sports, and I bring to you a special edition of the Talk It Up Sports podcast with Michael Nero, who's a 5'10", 210 pounds, all-purpose, you know, running back, you know, kickoff returner from Kentucky State University. What's going on, Michael? Hey, how you doing? It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a blessing to have you uh, talking to me right now, and it's, 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 just, it's just a blessing. Life is a blessing. Um, as it all, and I'm just blessed to be here, sir. Man, thank you, man. First of all, because without you, this wouldn't be possible, right? <laughs> you wouldn't be able to. We wouldn't be able to talk it up. Absolutely, sir. And without God and without all His blessings through ups and downs, we definitely won't be able to talk it up, sir. Man, so, hey, I'm, that I'm right, hey, right there. I'm glad. I'm glad you mentioned that because some people they really don't understand. But you know, for the listeners listening right now. Man, Michael's a 2018 SIAC All-First Team All-Conference, you know, All-First all Team All-Conference Team. I mean, he's been having a tremendous season. But before we get started, really, Michael, tell me a little bit about yourself, man, because you have a story to tell. Well, sir, man, I, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to start all the way back. I'm, a, uh, I'm actually a graduate of uh, DuPont Manual Crimson Rams. I'm the class of 2015. Okay. Um, which, was, which was a strong class. My head coach was Coach Oliver Lucas. Which, uh, which is a legendary coach. He had coached in Colorado when they um went to the Orange Bowl. Uh-huh. Um, um, had a great, a, a great staff, a great head coach that um that really that really when I came into high school, he really me as a freshman, he really he really like um brought me in, welcomed me in, made me feel at home. At my freshman year, I got my first snap at uh because. And what people don't really know is I, I played quarterback my whole life. Yeah. I went to um I went to the Elite Eleven camps. I uh I went to ESPN camps as a dual threat quarterback, mm-hmm. um, an option quarterback. Um, and my freshman year I had um I played varsity. Coach Lucas, I had got my varsity tags. You know, if you as a freshman, if you play varsity, that means you have to stay at that school because if you leave, that means you have to sit a year. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So. I um I went ahead and Coach Lucas had played me my freshman year and told me I was going to be I was going to be the man if I kept working hard and kept he seen what you know sometimes you don't see it yourself as being young getting in high school but guys that's coached many many of your ball players and stuff they can see some of you that you possibly couldn't see yourself all I had to do was stay the course right so my freshman year I um we went nine and one as a freshman team the best best manual record they had since uh, our class. One of the best class the Manuals ever had. My um, sophomore year, I started varsity sophomore year as a quarterback, yeah. number seventeen. Um, I led my team. We went six. We went like six and five. We still had a winning season, but I was a young quarterback. Yeah. So I didn't really make this transition to running back until my junior year. So mm-hmm. sophomore year, sophomore year, sophomore that summer going into my junior year is when I sat down with Coach Oliver Lucas and my mom and dad and. And we was looking at my size, and we was looking at my height, and we was looking, and we were seeing that, for me possibly to be to play at like the highest level, or for me want to continue playing football, it felt like running back would have been my best best route. Five, you know, coming in five ten. Yeah. At that time, I was like one ninety five, close to two hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, they was looking at my height and was saying where I would get my best options if I moved to running back. So, my junior year. Was my breakout year? My junior year had I was a two thousand yard back, two thousand yards, twenty five touchdowns, um, and and that's really all. That's really all I really did was running back on the ground, and um, it was crazy um, because that was just my one year. And then so after that, my junior year, 
Um, I had got an offer from Toledo. Well, I went to a camp, so I was a two-star rivals. Yeah. I was two-star. I was a two-star in rivals camp. No, no, no. I'll take that back, sir. I was two-star in um, scout preps. Mm-hmm. I was a two-star back. And I, yeah, and I was a two-star for rivals camp. The rivals camp that's sponsored by Under Armour. Yeah. Um, and so, um, and that was one year off running back, and so they wanted me to go to camps to see if I can be able to compete with people across the nation. I proved that. Um, I proved that. So going into my senior year, uh, you know, man, you we 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 Bruce projected to win state. Junior year, we we fell short to uh, Trinity second round, uh-huh. lost to Trinity. Even though we lost to Trinity by twenty one, I still had two hundred twenty yards on the ground and three touchdowns. Talk to him. Talk to last, him. <laughs> that, that was my last. <laughs> That was my last game at my junior year, going into my senior first game my senior season. Oh, and as I mentioned, okay, so I was about to start picking up offers from Michigan State, Ohio State, uh, schools like that. Was really I was really on the radar um, after I had picked up that offer from Toledo at the end of my junior season. Uh-huh. Um, that actually was that summer, sir. Yeah, going into my senior season, that's when schools really started, you know, looking at me, and even across the board, uh, across U of L, even had started looking at me, and so. Um, even Ohio State coach, one of the um, assistant court- coordinators came. He had, I'll never forget this. He had a big old bowl ring. And he, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and I was like, man, I-, I want one of those one day. He said, you want one of those one day? You got to keep proving yourself on the field. Can't remember the guy's name, but, I, I you know, that to this day, and, and that took, that, that, that's, that's brought me a long way it's coming from being a, a young pup, a young teenager to a young man. Yeah. And so, I, um, I, uh, so, fast forward it. My first game against Central, I had uh, 11 carries, 191 yards, three touchdowns, and I only played the first half. Um, and so we won that game. And so this is where it really went downhill. Second game of my senior season, second game of my senior season, second game against Fern Creek High School. Um, I was um, they had like 131 yards in the first quarter. Uh, going into the second quarter, we was running the nine stretch. And I ran and I beat an ankle tackle. And yeah. a guy named Lamarcus Kinslow, Mumu, he um came behind me, dove, made a spectacular, made a spectacular, uh, you know, uh, attempt to make the tackle to, yeah, to move prevent on me from uh-huh. scoring a touchdown. Um, he barely tapped my leg, and the force of my leg twisted my knee, and I slightly tore my ACL and completely tore my LCL. Now this is the pivotal point in my life, to where I tell young student athletes now, like. No matter what you go through in life, never give up on yourself. You're gonna have plenty of people give up on your to give up on you, tell you that man, this is gonna be hard for you to get back. You know, tell you because you know, to be honest, sometimes people in life they don't want you to go ahead of what they where they at. That's and right. If, and if you do, that scares them. Or if you do, that, that bothers and that intimidates them. If you're doing something that that you feel I'm saying that can be that can better yourself, but move you forward than what they think that man, I'm left behind. I understand. Um, so, yeah. I went through my AC. So as I went through, as I tore my slightly tore my ACL, um, schools backed up off of me. Um, so at that time, sorry, when I was about to commit to, oh, so I was about, I didn't get to tell you, I was about to commit to the University of Toledo, and I had my shirt on and I had my hat off. But a guy from Maryland had committed before me, so he and they was only taking one running back out the class of 2015, and yeah. so I had missed out on my opportunity to take that full ride. Mm. And Man. so. So come to find out, to fast forward it, um, to fast forward it, when it came to him, I tore my ACL, and it came down to signing day when schools backed up off of me, and the only school at the time 
gave me an opportunity, uh, but still was going to give me a, a full ride, and uh, it was going to get paid for it because of um, my scholarship. Because I started, I got a 25 on my ACT, so my academics was good. Yeah. Um, I, um, was I, um, kind of leading into Kentucky State, right? Yes, and this is yeah. what I was about to say. So I, I ended up going to SIU, yeah. and I, um, and so even though this, so this, I'm still my hip, my my injury is still getting healed and stuff, and I'm I'm, I'm going, and so they believed in me. But see what what the SIU wanted to do? They wanted to redshirt me. So what they did, also SIU, they was going through a coaching change and they was going through coaching conflict. So the year I had got recruited, I had got recruited on the back end of coaches. Really, 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 they they job was on the line, you know. Yeah. So as I got recruited there, I went there. And I, I so I redshirted. I um, got bigger, stronger, faster, and redshirted. So, I, so after that season, we went three and eight at SIU. I um, I whole coaching staff. This was their fifth year doing that. So they got fired and they cleaned the whole house. Yeah, they fired it's everybody late. at SIU. So they gave me a free transfer year to transfer without losing a year. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I transferred down to um. So I went down to JUCO first. I yep. went down to Northeast Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Um, to try to get back my offers back that I that I had, you know, that I probably had messed up when I had tore my ACL back in high school my senior year, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I went there. I, I did what I was supposed to, balled out, got my grades, still was in school through all of it. Uh, went to school, um, balled out spring. I had got a, I had got a full ride to EKU in spring, so I left in the spring. I didn't have to, I didn't have to play a full season there. Yeah. Um, so I left in the spring with the EKU, um, and so at this time, I'm um, I'm practicing and I'm I'm going through it. I'm about to get myself on the field, and so boom, life happens, and I get accused. And this is where this is another point. So basically, my my story is my kids do not give up no matter how many times you get knocked down. So I got accused of um, a video recording a female. Uh-huh. And at the time, she didn't know that she thought that she thought that the video that was recorded, she thought it was sent out on on, on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got accused of video boy video voyeurism, which is a class D felony. And so until they found out what really happened, you know, I went through the legal process. I had to got locked up, and then came out. Didn't know if football was still going to be the the route for me, even though somebody had. And it's what's so crazy that this girl right now, sorry, I kid you not, she's so cool with me. Like, she wants to, be, like, she, like, she looks at me as, like, an idol because what I had been through and for her to see me still grinding on what I'm doing now, that let her know that she, she shouldn't have never assumed. And the only reason she said it now is because she got scared because of her image, you know? Yeah. And she didn't want her image to get messed up or betrayed. And so, and, and to this day, me and her talk, so... We put that we put this stuff in the past, and me and her have talked and stuff like that, and everything is straight. And um, so as I left EKU, I had went down to Kentucky State, and to be honest, when I came down to Kentucky State, I didn't come down here and tell nobody my background on who I was back in high school or who I was. You know, I yeah. everything I had been through in life, man. I'm, you know, I, I ain't never done that, so I'm, I was always on a humble tip. So right. when Coach John L. Smith because when he looked at me, he was like, man, did you play football? And I know, <laughs> even though Coach John L. Smith got fired from Kentucky State, Coach John L. Smith will forever be one of my favorite, one of my favorite persons that gave me a shot, even when 
when when the cards were stacked against me, looked and know that I wasn't a bad player. I just been through some stuff in life, and everybody go through everybody go through stuff. It's just about how you overcome it. Right. And so and so when I came down here, I just told coach, look, coach, I just want an opportunity to play football. You know, no money, no nothing in it. It don't have. I just want. I just want to get on the field, coach. I just want to show my talent. And he said, you know what? This is what we'll do. We. We'll, so I wasn't even in the varsity locker room, sir. I can kid you not. Like, <laughs> I, I, I went the most humblest. I'm, I went the most humblest route ever. So mm-hmm. I was in the rookie locker room with a bucket helmet. <laughs> when, <laughs> no, 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 no. But as, as I'm, I'm older now, I get Coach, I get Coach John L. Smith's point. I, I honestly get it because I had to fight my whole life. Yeah. But in this instance, I get what he was saying. I get what he, what the message he was trying to portray to me. To help me understand, man. Like I, I, I honestly get it. Like I've, I've set this game of football, so I know how it feels to lose. I know how it feels to not playing this game. Yeah. You know? So, it, um, so first couple games, first couple practices, I'm out there and I'm killing them. Like I'm out there and I'm killing them. Yeah, so, yeah. The, <laughs> so the coaches, you know, they, they recruited running backs that they they wanted playing her and stuff. You know what I mean and stuff. So, mm-hmm. I, so I basically was like a walk on. You get what I'm saying? Yep. I'm following you. Um, so that first season I played her, and it's gonna blow your mind. Uh, I took back three kickoff returns as a walk-on, and then I was I was in the backfield running, but I didn't get as much running. I didn't get as much. I didn't get as much time running the ball because you know they had their picks or whatever like that. Yeah. And I was named honorable. I was named my first year on the field. I was named honorable mention, and my first kickoff return against West Virginia State had made ESPN. Uh, ESPN for Division Two top ten football, and that was my first touchdown in my football career. And all I can do is just thank God, man. my family, and Coach John L. Smith. Because to be honest, man, they never gave up on me, even even though because I feel like to this day, Coach John L. Smith, he's never brought it up to me about what happened with me at EKU. But I can kid you not, I feel like he knows something about it, and he knows I was trying to change as he, a young man. You know, and he didn't judge that book and by so, his cover. Yeah. Wait, say, sir. I said he didn't. He didn't judge the book by his cover. You follow what I'm saying? No, he yeah, didn't at he... all. He didn't. And so, um, and so, fast forward it. Had a good season. We um we didn't do well as a team, but uh, individually I did all right. And so, fast forward it to now 2018. This was my it was my second season. And so I was oh so my first season I, I was returned I was returned man. I was return man leader. I was uh, one of the returners of the year. Like it was like eight of us on on a sheet uh, on a return man of the years and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I was on there, and so my goal was for 2018 was to separate myself. You know. Right. All right. right. So if this is the special teams and what I'm doing, and since I'm known to be a special team specialist and to take kickoff returns back, take punt returns back. With some, I I never did in high school. Uh-huh. So coach John L. Smith, a legendary coach that coached Missis, that coached Michigan State, and that coached these high level programs, seen something in me that I didn't see in myself. So yeah. I can't sit here and say that I was the one that you know that was like, man, I can do these. Look, I can do these kickoff returns and make and make a name for myself another way. He seen that in me, and he seen what I did, and I built on that. You know, you took his word and you I, ran with it. I like that, man. I, I ran. I, like I that. took it and I ran with it. I like and, that, and, and didn't ask no questions. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly. <laughs> yeah, honestly. For, like and so, I said, uh-huh. and so the fast forward is 2018. Um, 
my first return was against um was against McKendrick, and that was for eighty nine yards. And so, and no, no, my first year. Okay, so my first I took three, I took four back this year because yeah, I broke. I um I was the return like I was literally in my I was like like you said first team twenty eighteen first team all state uh, and then I was like third nationally all NCAA football. Mm-hmm. And um, my kickoff and punt returns. Like I was in, I was on the, uh, I was on the list with, with those players from Division One, Division Two, II, Division One, AA. Yeah. One of the three people in the nation or whatever to take back a kickoff return and a punt return. So it, it's really, a, it was a blessing. But like I said, the off-season grind is no joke. Uh, I have a treadmill in my apartment right now. I, uh, yeah. I get up, I get up in the morning and I and I, and I get it. I um, I know what it takes to train. My trainer was Coach Chris Vaughn. He trained Todd Gibson that's at Duke and Jarius Brinks right now that's at U of L, one of the young ones, and Wondell, uh, Rondell that's at Purdue that's gonna, look, looking like he's going to be a Heisman candidate next year. You yeah. know? Hey, that's, that's I, I spot up, on right there. I grew up with all these cats, so they know that I know how to grind. I'm just down here, got my own apartment, got my own stuff, and it's, it's, it's big boy time. I don't, okay. I, I, me, people holding my hand, it's not where it's at. I have to invest in myself, and I have to work hard, and I have to show why I'm that one. Because I don't need it, it, it's no more. Oh, I need you to come in here and train. It's just self-discipline. Can you get up on your own and do this on your own, knowing what you have to get done? You know. Right, right. You're right. And I feel like that's what separates me from most guys because I wake up with a purpose. Yeah. To get better than what I was yesterday. Say that again, man. And I think a lot of these young. You know, generational players, they don't understand, you know, what commitment is. And like you said, if you if you don't mind, tell me what, what motivates you, man. What motivates you, Michael? Who Like, is there someone you're playing for? What motivates me, who I play for? Oh, actually, I, I play for the men upstairs. Yeah. I play for the people that's right now that, 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 that's in my shoes that, that, that give an excuse on why they can't get somewhere. Because I'm a living testimony on – how you can get somewhere even though that you struggling and stuff. If you just keep working hard, staying low, stay doing what you need to, and I honestly I feel like have if you have I feel like if you have a connection with God, God is gonna lead you down to where he wants you to do in life and you Amen. will find your purpose and your vision to be clear. But to answer your question fully, I do this for the man upstairs, myself, my family, my my, my, my bros, some of my bros that I know that's, that's, that's seen me struggle and that's seen me prosper, that's seen me to, to come back and have this stuff. And they're like, man, you want strong individual. I don't know how you do it. God really works you to. And I'd be like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want a child. Right. I, I, had got, I had got baptized in um twenty. I had got baptized in um twenty seventeen. I got baptized, so I took the whole summer to get a connection with God. So when everybody had a summer and they was out going to uh going to different states and stuff. I went and got a better connection with God um, on, on my, my full month that I was out from school and stuff uh, leading up to this season, to the 2018 season. Yeah. So it, it was crazy. So I didn't have a – so my summer was learning myself, you know. Learning your learning yourself. I'm glad you mentioned that because, like I said, it, it keeps time back because a lot of people, they don't know their identity. They don't know who they are. And I feel like it's important to, you know, moving forward. Anything you want to do, you have to know yourself. What advice would you give to, you know, young athletes who might think they might not have a shot? I know you told your story, but what what kind of brief like advice would uh you know, advice would you give 
to maybe someone that might not have no offers at all? This is what I would tell these uh, the young cats that don't have no offers at all. This is why I tell them right now. As we look and we look in the NFL and we look at all the great players and stuff, what round did they go in? Okay, we look yeah. at Tom Brady. Yeah. We look at all these players, uh, Ter- uh, Terrence Wallace, you know Dallas Cowboys. Um, we look at all these players and, and we look and we see that they went sixth round, seventh round, three agents. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm going to tell a young athlete. Sometimes, look, it's not always about where you at right now at this moment. Yeah, It's always about where you finish off and where you leave your legacy. And if you're a ball player, they're going to see you and they're going to want you. And they're going to know how hungry you are by your testimony and what you've been through in life. And they'll know that this is not just a game to you. This is really your life and really what you love to do. And to tell them to keep praying. Keep staying low and, and just do right by others. Yeah. And, and to be honest, life is life would be so much easier if people understand blessings will come if you do right by others. Yeah, yeah, and that is that's one of the that's a big takeaway right there. Honestly, you know, do unto others as you want done to you. Honestly, honestly, that's that's definitely that's definitely a big takeaway. Do, Michael, would you say you know? Okay, you know, you have guys like Devin Hester. You follow what I'm saying? What type of, you know, elite NFL players or player would you say, you know, you kind of model your game by? <laughs> that's, that's, that's funny you say that. I, I'll have to say I have a running capability. Like I, depth, I, I love Devin Hester. One of my favorite running backs, though, so I'm not going to lie to you, is Nick Chubb right now. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I like Nick Chubb. My, yeah. running style, my running style, I'll say, like, Taron Coleman. But I ain't gonna say it's fast because that boy gets up through now. <laughs> yeah. The way he has his wiggles and his balance, or Saquon Barkley, because I feel like me and his balance, like my, I have balance, like I have that balance. Yeah. Because I, I'm not gonna lie, taking back kickoff returns, it's not easy, man. I, I kid you not. It's, I feel like it's one of the hardest jobs next to a court, being a quarterback. You know? right. That's facts. That's that's you got that's people facts. flying at you from different angles, and you have to hit it right. If you don't. Yes. Yeah, you're, yeah, Merry you're, yeah, you're down on the four-yard line looking at putting your offense in a bad situation because I've watched, you know, I watched your huddle this year and I was able to see, you know, different transition cuts you're making and you have a great vision. You, I can obviously, I, there's honestly vision you have that some guys in the NFL don't even have. You, you know, you have that vision, that vision, man. You, you really have that vision. Michael, man, honestly – I want. I honestly want you to tell them a little about IGM, man. IGM. It's a hashtag you use, you know, on your social media post, and I feel like this is yes, it's, it's very powerful. And I want you to elaborate a little about elaborate a little bit about that for me. Okay, so IGM started me, my friend Chanson, me, and my friend Chanson Hall, Jordan White. We started this uh, IGM movement, and we was just one time at Manual. We just like we like, man, what are we gonna give our slogan, man, for when we leave high school? And we go out here in the real world, and, you know, we start, and, you know, everything we do in life, like, because, you know, it ain't going to just be football. And yeah. so we was, we was thinking, we was thinking, I'm going to get mine. I'm going to get mine. Because, you know, no matter what you go through in life, and no matter what obstacles you go, in all actuality, you have to go get yours, you know? Mm-hmm. So that IGM stands for, I'm going to get mine. And so basically it's motivation to, it's motivation for us and for other people that I've noticed that's been using it now, that this to show, like, like, okay, say that you have a big test coming up. I'm going to get mine. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, going to get mine. I, I like that, you man. Know? Um, That's you dope. got a big game coming up. 
I'm gonna get mine because you can't. Because in all actuality, you can be the best team player and all you want, but you cannot go out and play for another teammate. That's one thing you can't do. But the uh, but the thing you can do is give motivation and to let them know that hey, you let them know I'm gonna get mine, and then they look at you and be like, shoot, I'm gonna get mine too. You <laughs> yeah. You know, just another way. It's just another motivational way that. I've used it, and it's crazy because it's now it's been going on like seven years. And so once you do something 24 times, it becomes a habit. And yeah. so now I've just been noticing me just putting in all my stuff that I that I post and everything I do when I work out, even when I got my job or, or I'm going out and I'm doing something, I'm going to get mine. I'm going to make sure that I, I'm going to make sure I get mine. You mm-hmm. know, I'm going to make sure it's right. And so it's IGM, breathing IGM means I'm going to get mine. Just a motivation to, to use like, just as bad as you want to succeed, as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Yeah. Just like, uh, I, I, you know, I, 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 I admire him and stuff like that. So it's just, it was just something that I put Eric to, Thomas, yep. that me and mm-hmm. my friends, that we put it up on our own and, and I really used by the pedestal, like, you know. Michael, that's, that's really dope, honestly, because when you the fact that you did that, you know, with, with your homeboys, too, it's not like it was just one person. It's like that lifestyle, and that goes on to accountability. And I believe that's a big thing in today's society where, you know, young black men and, you know, they don't that you have to hold each other accountable. And by starting that in high school and still keeping that trend going, that's 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 phenomenal, man. A couple more questions, man. I have really, you know, the last question I have for you. Twenty nineteen, man, what's 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 one goal you got in twenty nineteen that you other than, you know, you got your last season with Kentucky State football coming up. But what's something you're looking forward to in twenty nineteen, man? I'm looking. What I'm looking forward to in 2019 is to <laughs> hopefully, you know, still stay by God and stay prayed up and keep my connection with Him because to all, this ain't this ain't my plans. This is God's plans. Because you, you look across the board, man. It's not many people that come back and play football after everything they've been through. Yeah. So this ain't this ain't so this ain't my plan no more. This is all God's plan. I'm listening to Him. You know, when you when people some some people just sit back and they just let God take the will instead of them taking the will, they yeah. they won't they they won't make as many mistakes. But one of my goals that I'm going to have to say is I want it to be I want to be a better role model and I want to be a better teammate to my players than I was the previous year. I want to be that 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 set in stone that, that lets them know that man, look this guy, look at everything he's been through and look what he's about to go, look where he's about to go, man. I can do this. So. Basically, keep being that role model, keep being in that stand-up guy, and keep proving by my actions and not more and not by my mouth. Prove by my actions and what I'm doing out in the real world to show to these young bucks what it really is. Because you know, some kids don't want to listen because they feel like some people all they do is talk instead of putting this stuff in action. And so that's one thing that I love about that I, I love about myself. Anything, anything I, I say, I love to back myself up, and anything I talk about. It's not because I don't know or nothing. It's because of my experience and what I've been through in life and me being 22. And I know that I'm still finding myself, but, hey, I have a testimony at the age of 22, and I can say that. Yeah. And, uh, so, for 2019, I want to – oh, you know what I want to do for my kickoff returns. I want to I do something very, very special. <laughs> yeah, um, that to way. Help, to, help, to, help our, to help our team out, not my team, but our team, our, our team. To help our team out, so we could possibly win a go and win an SIAC championship. Because that's what I, at the end of the day, that's what I want. Not just for me, but for all our players that we sit here and we work hard 
and we go hard in spring. We don't do this for nothing. Yeah. So I wanted this to I want this to all pay off. Hopefully get a ring and hopefully have my shot. Um, NFL, CFL, but anywhere I want to continue playing my football at the next level. And so and it's crazy because I don't know I don't even think about the NFL or the CFL. All I think about is making plays, making plays, making plays, making plays, and getting my name out there. And, Michael, I can honestly say that's going to take you a long way because a lot of athletes, they don't have that drive and determination, man. They, they really don't. They honestly don't. But, Michael, thanks so much, man, for talking with your boy Webby Webb on Talk It Up Sports. Like I said, if you know anybody that, you know, has a story to, you know, talk it up with Webby Webb, we got it right here. Until next time. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, yes, and, yes, sir, I want to give a big shout-out to my mom and my dad. Um, my dad's like been working, been working with me, been growing me up, let me know how people move in this world. I just want to give a big shout out to my mom, my dad, because even though I ain't play, I wasn't playing football and stuff, they still treated me like a young kid that needs to grow up and fend for himself as a young man, you know? Yeah. That, hey, most definitely. So, mom and dad is always looking out. That's, you know, they always got your back too. Yes, sir.